If you've heard the phrase, build it and they will come, you've probably been lied to, at least when it comes to online business, at least for our experiences. In this episode, we are going to discuss the problem that most people run into when starting a business online or just trying to grow their business and what can be done about that. Primarily, I've built it, but where is everybody? <laughs> So if uh, that sounds like something that you are concerned about running into or something you might actually be experiencing right now, then tune in. We're about to start. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. Okay, so you've built your product, your website, your video, whatever it is. You've made something, and you're waiting for those first visitors to roll on in. Yeah, they're going to come, right? Anytime now. Keep going. <laughs> Cue the uh, uh, bean gif where he's just standing around looking at his watch. <laughs> or Jeopardy music. So when it comes to our business, we've always focused on the products, right? And product doesn't have to be something that you're actively selling, right? I consider the articles on our websites to be our products. Right. We're okay? building our well, we're building our our websites. Exactly. So that is our product. Just like for a YouTube star, their products are often their videos or, you know, people's ebooks. I mean, anything can really be a product if it's the thing that you are putting out for the world to consume, whether it's paid or not, it's still a product. Right. right? And we've always focused on those because that's like, that's where the money's at, right? Right. Well, you no. gotta have stuff. Turns out <laughs> there's no money in a product when people aren't finding it and buying <laughs> That's true. You got to get people to get there. Exactly. And now we did in the beginning with our business, we did something called search engine optimization, SEO. And that is how we found our success, right? So that was the, the marketing air quotes that we did for our products. Right. But a lot of people don't know that. And honestly, SEO takes a really long time to learn. And once you've learned it, all of the rules change. Yeah. So even if you're really, really good or unless you're really, really good at it, probably not going to bring people into your site. No. And SEO, if you've listened to any of our episodes where we've talked about the way our business operates, it takes a long time often for SEO to work. Yes, there are some s situations where you can get SEO working quickly for you. But for the most part, SEO is a long game. Yes. And <laughs> a long, long changing game. Thanks, Google. Yes. <laughs> So anyways, that was how we found our success. You know, we, we bring in about 4 million visitors a month across all of our web properties, and that is how we found our success. But when it comes to like our actual products and stuff, without that search engine uh, optimization, that Google traffic, we wouldn't have much of a business. Not at all. <laughs> and that's kind of scary when you think about it. Like if Google just wanted to turn off the spigot for us, like that wouldn't be a great situation, right? No. So for us, we are, are pivoting our business so that we can take advantage of other types of traffic. And that's really kind of at the heart of what we're talking about today, because mm -hmm. the lifeblood of any business is the customers. It's not the product. And that's something that we've gotten wrong in the past. We've focused on the product, not the person. Okay. 
So when it comes to uh, build it and they will come, that's not that's not the case usually, unless you get lucky like out of the gate and you accidentally hit upon some good SEO and stuff like that. But it's really not the case. It's not the case. You're going to have people that are, are building sites and online stores and everything just sitting there waiting. Yeah, lo- looking uh, looking at you, second page of Google all the way back. You know? <laughs> right. But it, it's great. Like so many failed blogs. I mean, how many times have I found a great blog and then it's like I go to the home page and it's like done years ago. They just stopped. And it's yeah. because they built it and no one came to it. Right. So for us, we got lucky, lucky ish. You know, I discovered search engine optimization pretty early on when I started the blogging career. Right. And you got really aggressive with learning it and teaching it to me. And that's how we we managed things. Yes. So that was our marketing. But I don't suggest that style of marketing for everybody. It's too it's just too long of a time frame. It's a lot of learning, lots of changing, lots of tests. It's it's a mess. So anyways. One of the things that I wanted to kind of bring up in this is our podcast, right? We've built a lot of episodes of the podcast. We're now over 100. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> and we've actually, we've done pretty well. Like I'm, I'm happy with the number of visitors and listeners that we've had coming in. Um, but a lot of that isn't organic. It's not just happening by accident. I mean, our best podcast days are almost always after I've done some type of interview or had some type of mention um, by someone with an audience. I wonder why that is. Right? <laughs> and it's funny, if I look at our, our downloads and listen graphs, I can probably tell you almost to the day, like, okay, that day I had an interview, that day I had an interview. Right. So it's really, really funny to see that. And it shows the power of marketing. And that may not seem like marketing, but outreach networking that's those are all forms of marketing that people forget if we had just built these podcast episodes and i didn't do any marketing at all i think we would have a lot of zero listen days probably but i'm out there i'm spinning the signs i'm getting out onto social media i'm you know networking with people i'm doing interviews and you know all of that with you're doing awesome thank you <laughs> all of that with our crazy life happening right now yes and so it, it the podcast is succeeding because of our marketing efforts. And because of how funny I am. Yes. Right? <laughs> you you make me be a better person. <laughs> so the importance of sharing with other other people's audiences is like unspeakable as far as our podcast goes. And and that's gonna be the case, I think, for anyone if you're running a blog, you wanna get out there and find other bloggers who will feature you on their site and let you reach their audience. You know, if you're a YouTuber, guest, you know, guest star on someone else's YouTube channel, start getting out there. You can't be an island. You can't be sitting in the middle of the ocean waiting for a cruise ship to come. It just, it's not going to work for you. It works for the Bahamas though. Anyways. um, So another example of how this whole marketing and outreach works is I've recently started doing some affiliate promotions for a funnel builder Um, a couple episodes back for anyone who is interested in that. Go listen to that episode. And that was a marketing effort that I did for um, the funnel builder. And I'm out. I'm reaching out on social media to people and I'm letting people know through email. You're not in a spammy way or anything, but anyone that I think, you know, would benefit from it. Right. And. If I had just said, like, just put up a page that's like, hey, check out this funnel builder, I wouldn't have anybody getting referred to it. You know, it's active promotion. And so 
The good news in all of this is that, in my opinion, the marketing is often easier than the product creation. I wouldn't know this because I'm not getting a chance to do any marketing. <laughs> I see all the stuff that you're doing on Facebook and uh, Twitter, and I I can't keep up with any of it because I'm, like, dealing with our boys. <laughs> yeah. It, so, in, in my opinion, like, producing 100 podcast episodes, way harder than me producing a bunch of tweets to promote a single episode. You know, there's there's so many tools out there to make this stuff simpler. And mm -hmm. so when you're writing your articles um, for your blog or creating your YouTube videos, make it a part of your day to promote those new episodes, to get out there and let people know that this stuff exists or else you're making it for no reason. Right. I mean, even now with our, our, our sites that were pretty much all the traffic that did come in from, from SEO, like, it's really cool now because we have a means to connect with these people. And now we see like our marketing efforts directly through that, you know, whether it's through an email out to all of our, our email list or, you know, push notifications or whatever. Yeah, we've, we're building audiences. And, and that's really, I think, what is going to be the most beneficial way to approach your online business is trying to build an audience. Because, like I said, we've got 4 million visitors that come through all of our web properties. And we're, we're slowly, like, rolling out new stuff to try and, like, get their information so that we can keep in contact with them. Or else we we might see these people only once ever but if we can get their get them to connect with us as an audience member then we can connect with them multiple times and let them see the new articles and the new information that they might be interested in so that's one of the kind of like the double edged sword of that seo traffic is if you don't treat that traffic properly you know, in, in like that marketing sense. Oh, I know so much traffic that we, we didn't utilize well. <laughs> yeah. Over the years it's hindsight's 2020 for sure. So I wanted this episode to be a little bit more actionable for our listeners. So if you feel like you're having this issue or you're concerned that you're going to run into it, here are, are just a few tips that I have. And these are basic tips, but this stuff's basic. That's what I'm saying. It's easier than actually creating your content, right? Start sharing on social media. Just start put, putting stuff out there, start posting, you know, share your videos, share your articles on things like Twitter, share it multiple times a day um, on Facebook, boost your post, you know, like it's like five bucks or whatever. And you can reach a whole bunch more eyeballs, you know, the, the, when you're paying for the marketing, I can't guarantee that you're going to get an immediate positive return on your investment. I am not saying if you boost your post for $5 that you're going to get $5 of value out of Facebook. But what I am saying is that you're going to reach more eyeballs and those eyeballs, if you do things properly might keep coming back, you know, so you got to get yourself out there, get noticed. I, I dabble in social media marketing for our stuff because I'm trying, firstly, trying to learn and you can do it very cheaply, right? This isn't, you're not spending a thousand dollars. You can run a Twitter ad campaign and do like a dollar a day, you know, like it's Why not, not try it. Exactly. Why not try it? Reach a wider audience. Some of these people might like what you're doing and follow you or subscribe to your email list or buy your thing, whatever. But just start building your audience. And I suggest using social media. You don't have to pay to do social media, right? You can on Twitter, share multiple times a day. On Facebook, just make really cool images. Use hashtags. That's actually something I've been doing more often in our social media marketing. And I think I am seeing significantly better results really? than all the times that I used to do social media marketing and never use hashtags. Oh, that's interesting. It is. It's very, I don't know why. I kind of thought those were just like a, 
don't know. I don't know. Like, I thought they were kind of a holdover they're from like when you, the search wasn't as good. I don't know, but the hashtags I think are bringing in a lot more traffic for us on our social media. Super posts. duper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, another thing is join Facebook groups. I join lots of Facebook groups and some of my best marketing efforts have come from networking with social, uh, so the Facebook group owners and people inside of them. I mean, I did an interview with Adrian Diaz and that was a really cool uh, podcast day for us. We got a bump in listeners and, um, great guy. And I met him through his Facebook group. I didn't have to, and, and I didn't have to go in there and spam. We'll talk about this a little bit. I didn't go out go into his group and just start like telling everyone about me. No, you just go in there and you just start interacting. Yeah. You help people and you know, you help the, you know, the, the owner and you just be a good member of the group and be cool. Talk to people, answer questions, you yeah, know, this and is help like basic people to people one Oh one stuff, you know? Um, so join Facebook groups, network with the people, right? It's obviously joining a group isn't going to be enough. Joining a group and pretending like you're the guru of everything and you just post into the group and then like walk away or whatever, that's probably not going to go over well either. Just be kind of like a humble person. Try to help people when they're asking questions, like answer the questions for them. Like a lot of people go into these groups and they try to be like the know-it-all guru and often they're not the smartest person in the room. So like they'll post like their guru knowledge or oh, whatever, no. <laughs> and then they just get eviscerated in the comments. It's <laughs> Well, luckily they left already, so they don't even know that. <laughs> right. No kidding. So um, be helpful, but don't try to be, like, don't try to become the owner of the group. Like, <laughs> I think that's... I, just I, be a nice presence, a helpful presence. Exactly. There. Show up. It, it, treat it like it's like your first day of school. Like, you don't come in just like, I'm going to own this place. Like, you know, you just kind of blend in a little bit. And then, you know, hopefully as you demonstrate your experience by answering questions and just generally being helpful, you'll get a, a more prominent spot in those groups. So uh, make sure you network with the people. YouTube videos, honestly, any any place that lets you publish content, try it out, try to get on there. You know, obviously assuming your target market's on there. You can publish stuff to Twitter, you can publish stuff to Facebook, you can publish stuff to Pinterest, you can go onto YouTube, you can get onto Anchor and create a podcast. You know, like there's so many places that you can go to publish content. And if you go out to those places and put good stuff, then you might be able to bring people in from those places. Mm -hmm. So it just makes sense to give them a shot, you know? Um, and then finally just be sincere, you know, right. don't, don't go off and start like so often I see the spamming, like, uh, um, there's a number of, uh, entrepreneur groups that I'm in and I'll go in and then I'll see a person just goes to each person's post in the group and then just responds with a, Hey, I just found this really cool software. Oh no. Click this link. You know, they get banned within like 10 minutes. And does, does that, do they really think that that works? I don't Are they know. converting? It can't possibly work, but they try it. Just be sincere. Like I said, don't try to be the know-it-all. Don't try to be the guru. And don't throw your links all over the place. And don't don't throw your links. spamming link. people. They don't like that. That's why there's a folder in your email for it. Yep. Like, people don't like you when you do that. Just don't. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's very, very interesting to see what some people think is marketing. So anyways, hopefully this episode is helpful for you. Don't be discouraged, right? Internet marketing, online marketing, whatever you want to call it, digital marketing, it's difficult. 
Like I said, it's like being the, the old, old method of marketing was you put a, a billboard or a sign on the road in front of your building. And sometimes traffic would just pull in because they, oh, look, there's that kind of business. I'm going to pull into that print shop. Right. And you are now on a street with an infinite number of signs, an infinite number of options. You will not be seen if you just sit there with your blog saying, hey, over here. Like You got to make yourself stand out. Yeah. You got to get out there and start marketing and that will help you achieve your success. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.